Hey there, it's Karen, and I have a question for you. How are you supposed to learn about different things, alternative ways of thinking, expanding your mind, if you don't know what you don't know, how are you supposed to learn about it? That's a question that has stuck with me for decades, and I have found some really simple ways to learn about things I don't know that I don't know. So that all being said, join me on this episode of Flip Flop Your Lifestyle with Karen, and I will share all this fun stuff with you. Come on, guys, let's dive right in. Welcome to Flip Flop Your Lifestyle. I am Karen, a sunshine-loving, creative, intuitive, magical manifester who loves everything outdoors, especially the beach. Join me as I share unfiltered, simple steps to guide you from where you are now into living the abundant, juicy, delicious, fun-filled life you dream about. I am so excited for you as you begin your journey, so let's dive right in. Hey guys, it's Karen. Welcome back. I am so excited about this week's episode because it is the topic that I absolutely love. It's one of my favorites and it has been something that I have, well, I've learned a lot on this topic over the last several years and I love sharing what I've learned. I still have a lot to learn, but you know, it's fun. I'm gonna share what I've learned so far and I do hope that at the end of this, when I share a 30-day challenge that you take me up on it. So today's topic is using your most powerful gift. And again, my little disclaimer, when I say the word you, I'm not talking directly to you specifically, I'm talking to you, the collective. I am speaking to myself, the person looking back at me in the mirror, all that kind of stuff. So please, if you feel triggered, like I'm talking directly to you, know that that is something that you are feeling, you as the individual, it is not something intentional. Now, that being said, if it's something that you are feeling as the individual, I encourage you to dive a little deeper into why that might be paying up for you. Maybe this is just a little too close to home like it was for me. So that all being said, let's have some fun and talk about our brain. Yeah, that thing that sits inside our skull, in our head, on top of our shoulders. And the truth of the matter is most individuals don't even pay attention to the fact that they have this gift, this brain, this functioning brain. Now, I'm going to say this and it might sting. It stung for me, but you know how that goes. If it stung for me, I feel I should just return the favor and I'll pay it forward. So that being said, you know, most of us go through life on autopilot and we really do forget to acknowledge the fact that we have this brain in our head that is running the show in a way that allows us to 
breathe, blink, swallow, walk, like everything is controlled by this, this brain. And yet most of us treat our phones, and I've mentioned this before, we treat our phones with more concern and care than we do with our brains, you know, than our brains. Um, same thing for our body. And that's a whole other topic. You know, I have said this, if you've been around a hot minute, you know, I firmly believe that we have one body, one meat sack, whatever you want to call it, um, to live in, in this lifetime. And again, most of us treat our car, our phones, our living room couches with more care than we do our body. So that all being said, let's get back to our most powerful gift, our brain. Now our life and the life that we are each living, so your life is a reflection of your choices, your thoughts, your habits, and your decisions and the action you take day after day, month after month, year after year, in some cases, decade after decade. And again, it's this autopilot mode and it starts when we're very young. So this is not a blame game. This is just a fact of our reality for most people who are not yet awake. And I say that again, because it's autopilot mode. It's like a trance. Did you ever get in your car and you're going either to work or a friend's house or the grocery store and you get in the car, maybe you turn on the radio or you're chatting on the phone with somebody. Hopefully you're not texting, um, but you turn around and you know, 10, 15, 20 minutes later, you pull into wherever you were going and you're like, holy smokes, I don't even remember making the drive. Well, that's what most people do on a daily basis from the moment they wake up to the moment they go to sleep is they go through their day on this autopilot in a trance mode where at the end of the day, it's like, oh, you know, crap, I didn't really get much done that was on my agenda. And Harry Chapin, who uh, was a singer songwriter back gosh, 60s, 70s, um, you may know the song Cats in the Cradle. It's a, it's a long time ago, but um, he shared a quote that it was his grandfather who said it to him, and I'm not gonna quote it here because I don't have it in front of me and I don't wanna misquote, but paraphrasing it is this. We go through our day and at night when we sleep, we go to sleep and if you are tossing and turning it's because you spent your day focused on other people's agendas and living the life that other people wanted for you. Versus if you go to sleep at night and you sleep the sleep of the just, you know, you may not have gotten a lot done that day, but you got done things that were important to you and things that mattered for you. And that's the key. So getting back to this autopilot mode, we don't know what we don't know. Wait, what did you just say? Okay, I'm gonna back the train up on that. Most people, myself included, are only aware of certain things, things that we have been taught, experiences that we've had, and we don't know what we don't know 
because we haven't had that experience or that learning. So an example of that would be you take your little one to kindergarten and your kindergartner, your five-year-old knows what a five-year-old knows. And your eighth grader, which is somewhere around 12 or 13 when they become actual aliens, your eighth grader knows what your eighth grader knows, but your five-year-old doesn't know the things your eighth grader knows because there's a six or seven year difference there. And there's seven, six, seven years of life experience, book learning, you know, hearing things, seeing things, whatever it is. Then you move into like your 12th grade or your high school kids and they're getting ready to graduate and they know things that your kindergartner and your eighth grader didn't know. Now, college or trade school or military, whatever the next four to six years may be, those life experiences, the learning, the books, the people, all of it, that's going to be very different from what your five-year-old is experiencing in kindergarten and their first five years. So we don't know what we don't know because we haven't had the experience or we haven't learned that yet. Now, here's the sad truth. The sad truth about that is that most people will stop learning at the 18 to maybe 24, 25 year age range. Why is that? Couple things. First and foremost, that's when formal education usually ends. High school, college, military, trade school, things like that, that usually ends somewhere between, you know, you're 22 out of college, 24 maybe out of grad school, 26, 28 for advanced degree, if you go into the military, you know, for the first four years you're learning. So, I mean, the early 20s is when most people will stop learning. And part of that comes from the fact that one, formal education has, has ended. So there's nobody directing them to keep learning. There's nobody assigning them reading. There's nobody saying, hey, go watch this documentary or read this book and write a three page report on it. So most people get to that point and they're like, oh, thank goodness, I don't have to read anymore. I don't have assignments anymore. It's like very freeing. However, what ends up happening at that point is then we end up with people who are 30, 40, 50, 60 years old with the education level and the life experience level of a 20 something because they moved into a job and then kept on that autopilot mode and they may enjoy their job. They may be having a great time, but the reality is for people who stay in the same job for long periods of time or people who do the same job for different employers year after year, you know, somebody who might spend three years at this location and then transfer to a different company, the level of education and the level of knowledge for that job or that position doesn't change much. And most people are so exhausted and consumed by job and family and raising kids and doing the laundry and making sure the kids get to the sports game and all that kind of stuff that there's no intentional 
mind brain growth. So that all being said, that was a lot guys. That was pretty heavy. And I'm sure you're sitting here thinking she's either lost her mind completely, which is possible, or you're imagining a little five-year-old, you know, kindergartner sitting in, you know, high school graduation. And you're thinking there's no way that little kindergartner knows what they need to know to graduate. You know, there's years of learning in between there. So where is she going with this? That's probably what you're asking. So here's where I'm going with this. Okay. I want you to start questioning and start saying to yourself, what if there is more? What if there are different ways of thinking? What if there's more for me to learn? What if there's alternative ways to do things than the way I've always done them? So back to, we don't know what we don't know. So we listen blindly to others who are usually just as unaware and therefore they're not usually the best mentors or guides. And we give away our power to a boss or a spouse or, you know, a random friend, if you will, someone who quote unquote is trying to help us. And what does this look like? I have heard this comment more times than I care to count and it still makes me cringe when I hear a grown adult, a grown adult who has a job and is earning their own money, say to me, I can't do whatever it is, X, Y, or Z, because my spouse said no. And you know, Unfortunately, the truth of the matter is, that's just it. Their spouse said no. Instead of, now here's the reframe on that. Because I'm not talking about somebody who says, you know, hey, I, you know, I want to fly to another country and spend three months there and, you know, live off the land and all this stuff. And my spouse said, no way because, you know, you have a job and responsibilities and we have kids and, you know, stop being a little silly, like not that kind of stuff. I'm talking about the, hey, you know, we're having a girl's night and we're going to grab dinner, nothing too late, couple of hours, reasonably priced restaurant, nothing major, you know, that kind of stuff. And the spouse says, no, you can't go. I want you to stay home. And the, the wife will then say, okay. So giving away our power in a way that is not healthy. So that's a little tangent there. That one always makes me cringe. But I'm going to talk about when we give away our power and we give up our self-care, we're not self-disciplined and we're not taking personal responsibility. Um, the other big one is our time management because a lot of the time people will say, oh, I just don't have the time. Truth of the matter, and this was, again, an aha moment for me. It stung at one point, so I'm going to share it because you guys know I'm really unfiltered. I'm totally transparent, and I'm going to say this because it's the truth. 
we all have more than enough time to do and create whatever it is we want to do, whatever it is we want to create, that kind of stuff. It's our management of that time that sucks. Yeah, truth bomb. Should have warned you it was coming, but that's, it is what it is, okay? We don't manage our times, our time because we're living in this world of autopilot. So we're going to talk about becoming self-aware and it's going to be uncomfortable. You know, if you've been here a minute, if you've listened to any of the other episodes, and I do encourage you to go back and listen if you haven't, you know that a lot of the stuff I'm sharing, I give you that disclaimer that it's going to be uncomfortable. And I share that from personal experience because a couple of years ago, I was living in a dark place, not physically or not you know, physically where it was dark in the room, but dark in my mindset, um, dark and toxic in the people that were around me, um, the projects I was working on, my health, like everything just was dark and it didn't feel good. And it was on like an autopilot life. And I had carried a lot of emotions and feelings connected to trauma that happened, you know, when I was 11 years old. And then the, the life traumas and things that happened after that. So I shifted my life very quickly in the last 18 months. And it was really uncomfortable during the process. However, on this side of the process, first of all, it's much lighter, much more enjoyable. And yes, there's something every single day that is changing and growing for me and I'm learning new things and yeah there's uncomfortable feelings however it's not nearly as uncomfortable as it was so an example is I picked up and left Texas after 17 years and I moved to the southwest coast of Florida I knew nobody um basically moved into my own little place, lived on the water. It was beautiful. And that was freaking uncomfortable. It was very uncomfortable, especially like the first 90 days. I barely wanted to leave my house. Now I made myself leave and I made myself get outside and enjoy the sunshine and the water and just being in an environment that was close to nature. But it was really uncomfortable because it was very different. And, you know, trying to find, you know, a new, even a hairstylist or a, you know, a doctor or a dentist or, you know, a vet, all these different things. I'd had the same ones for like 17 years. So there was all this uncomfortable stuff coming up. And yet after about 90 days, I was like, oh, you know what? I got this. I don't know how I'm going to find this person. I don't know who it's going to be, but I know if I set my intention and focus on what I'm looking for, I'm going to find it. And that's actually what happened. So yes, things are still uncomfortable, but they're uncomfortable in an exciting sense where it's like, Ooh, okay, this is uncomfortable. So something's going to happen in a good way. It's going to be a level up or a learning lesson or both. So, I'm going to talk to you about 
a 30 day challenge because I know I've just given you a lot of information and you're thinking, okay, now what do I do with it? So here's the way the process goes. And I want to really kind of take a minute back and congratulate you. I want to step back a minute and say thank you. And I'm super proud of you for having, first of all, hung out with me for this long and listened in, but also for having an open, flexible mind and a growth mindset, because that's super powerful for you. And it's very rare. Most people, as we go through our day, most people are very fixed. They know what they know and that's it. Don't tell them anything else. And that's actually the source of a lot of, um, let's just say, mild arguments, disagreements, things like that. Because people don't want to think that there's things outside of their beliefs because that would mean they have to learn something new, change. You know, they want what they want and they get what they get. So that's why most people are living the same life that usually their parents are living or their parents lived or and or and or they're living the same life in their 40s and 50s that they lived in their 30s same type of job same type of income same type of debt same type of groceries same type of car you know nothing changes so i want you to Take a minute and just congratulate yourself on being somebody who chooses to be open and ask the hard questions to learn new things, to explore. And again, it's either a level up or a lesson or both. And, you know, like to me, there's no such thing as failure. To me, there is a lesson or a level up or both. So let's get back to the 30 day challenge. I am going to encourage you very strongly because you already have within you all that you need, all the magic that you need to create the most perfectly aligned reality that goes aligned. It's aligned with your vision. So you are already set. You know what you need. You know what you need to do. And now we're going to walk through some steps. So some action steps here. And I encourage you to do these things for you. And it's going to sound kind of strange that I say this, but I'm going to encourage you to just keep it to yourself. If you want to pop into my, my inbox, my DMs, whatever, and share with me, you know, absolutely go for it. But I want you to be really, really careful who, if anybody, you choose to share this with right now. Let's move through the first 30 days and then decide who, if anybody, you want to share some of the stuff with. So first thing I want you to do is I want you to go learn something new. Read or listen to a book or a documentary that interests you. Something that's nonfiction, 
So we're not talking about reading a love story. We're talking about, you know, get on Netflix, look under their documentaries. Some of them may look really boring. So just kind of flip through, read the descriptions. And when something catches your attention and it's, you go, huh, that's interesting. Even if you watch the first 10 minutes, read a book, you know, it can be something about um, mindset, leadership, uh, you know, submarines in the 1950s, whatever it is, read something that's out of the ordinary for you. You can grab it on Amazon. If you're an auto, you know, an audio person, you can do Audible. Go to the library. They've got books. They've got Audible books. They've got all that kind of stuff. So I want you to learn something new. And I want you to write down some nuggets that you learn. So I'm going to give you some fun facts. Nuggets that I have learned over the years and you know, they tend to stick with me just because they're random. Some are new things that I just learned recently. And some of them are things that like one of them, my daughter told me when she was 10 and she's in her twenties now. So it's been a while. So here's what I'm going to share with you. A couple of fun facts. Did you know that most people cannot lick their elbows? Okay. Now, if you're like me, when I learned about this and somebody shared this with me, I immediately attempted to lick my elbow. And I know you're visualizing this. And it is absolutely as ridiculously, yeah, it looked as silly as it, as it sounds. And if I had to guess, you're probably trying to lick your elbow right now. If you are somebody who can lick your elbow, please let me know because I can't. So that was one. Um, did you know that there are 293 ways to make change for a U.S. dollar? Who knew? I had no idea. They didn't teach me that in school. It was something I learned, I don't know, recently, like in the last month. And it's like ridiculous, but I'm like, wow, that's fascinating. Somebody actually had to calculate that, which brings me to a whole, you know, new realm of exploration and you know how do you calculate that did somebody sit there with nickels and dimes did somebody do it in a machine was it in their head did you know big chalkboard like how did they do that so then my brain starts going and if you're somebody who follows me on facebook quick little aside um, you can find me on facebook at i am dot karen 2022 i shared a couple maybe three or four days ago that somebody literally said to me I just don't understand how your brain works. You know, you're always thinking. And I am because for me, one thing leads to another, which leads to another. And I end up going down these rabbit holes and I always learn something new and fascinating. So the next thing I learned was that the dust in our home, um, guys, if you are a germaphobe, you may not want to, you know, you might want to skip ahead 10 seconds. Um, but here's the thing. The dust in our house is primarily made up of dead skin cells. Okay, I'm not sure I really wanted to know that, but now that I know that, I will tell you, I dust on a regular basis to make sure that there's no dead skin cells lying around my house if I can help it. And my favorite, this one, like I said, my daughter shared this with me, I think she was 10 and she's in her 20s now. She explained to me that turtles are what we call butt breathers. 
they actually breathe through their butt. And I know, you're Googling it. I think it's like the painted box turtle or something, but it, who knew? Okay, they did not teach me these things in any way, shape or form in school. And I have like an advanced degree. I went beyond college and I never learned any of this. I do know that, you know, in kindergarten, I learned what crayons taste like and I learned not to eat crayons, but I never learned about elbow licking or 293 ways to make change for a dollar. So I want you to go learn something new. And in fact, jot it down. But on top of that, send me a message and tell me what fun learning experience you had. What did you learn that was new and interesting to you? And it can be anything. Okay, so DM me or, you know, send me a message, Instagram, Facebook, whatever. Tell me what you learned. The next thing I want you to do. So that's step one was learn new things. Step two is self-care. Now, notice that was not what your spouse or your kids or your friends think you should do. Self-care, I want you to go and do something that makes you feel good and relax. Recharge, refuel. It can be, you know, take a bath. It can be take a walk, get a massage. Seriously, if you are somebody whose day is constantly go, 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 it can be something as simple as sitting quietly and put some headphones on and listen to something, music or a podcast or, you know, whatever that relaxes you. Just give it 10, 15 minutes and let your body feel that sense of calmness. That was step two. Step three is become aware of how you manage your time. Okay, so this one's a big one. This one was a big one for me probably about 15 years ago. A friend of mine who worked in time management, um, that was literally his specialty was teaching people how to manage their time, said to me, go out and get a stopwatch. And back then it was like Sports Academy or something. Or Sports Authority, that was the name of it, or Academy, one of the two stores. And I went over and I got myself a little stopwatch. I think it was like six bucks. And he said, every time you work, push, you know, you, as soon as you start work, push your stopwatch, get it started, you know, get it running. And then when you stop working, push the button again and track that. And when you're doing something with your child, again, start the clock running when you're done doing whatever it is when you're with your kid stop that when you're preparing dinner so for every activity that i was doing he had me start and stop that stopwatch and at the end of a couple of days there was a definite pattern now guys when i say everything i'm talking about um, watching television driving somewhere taking a shower, getting ready in the morning, um, getting ready for bed in the evening, going grocery shopping, all the different things that I was doing. He said, please, you know, track all of this. And I realized that there was a lot of wasted time and I was not investing my time in the places that I actually thought I was investing my time. So where I thought I was working 
six or seven hours a day, it turned out it was more like two or three. And when I thought I was spending, you know, two or three hours a day with my kid, it was more like six or seven. And when I thought I was spending an hour a day watching stupid mindless TV, it was more like three or four. And all this stuff starts to add up. So I want you to, however you need to do it, whether you're a phone person and you track stuff in your phone, you know, start the timer, but start tracking where you're spending your time and just do it, you know, again, the next 30 days, but you'll notice a pattern and you'll see where your time is being wasted and where you can use it more efficiently, things you want to adjust and things maybe you want to stop doing. So that's number three, become aware of where you're spending your time and start to manage it. Number four and the last one. Okay, we're going to talk about self-discipline. And no, I'm not talking about looking in the mirror and yelling at yourself. I'm talking about having some self-control and monitoring yourself in a way that allows you to be a good version of you, better version of yourself than you were the day before. So focus on yourself, become aware. And here are some ways you can do that. When you're speaking to somebody, pause before you speak and just kind of give yourself that little mental check. Like, okay, am I saying something that is valuable and needs to be in this conversation because it's going to enhance it and add value or share some information? Is this something that when I put it out there, it's going to be a blessing to those receiving it because if it's not, there's no reason to invest the time and energy in just blurting out, you know, look at social media. People do it all the time. If you scroll through, there are people that feel they have to comment on every single post. And when you see some of those comments, it's like, wow, there's absolutely no real value to that. Other than maybe they knocked somebody over or they were attempting to bring negative energy to the situation. So focus on what you're saying and think about it. Pause before you speak. And then when you're having a conversation with somebody, listen to listen, listen to hear what they're saying versus listening to reply. Because usually most of us, as soon as somebody starts speaking to us, we start in our head with, okay, this person is saying this, so I have to start thinking about an answer or a response to it. No, it's okay to just listen and then just pause. And then based on what the conversation was and what they said, formulate your response from there. And it's going to be awkward. I'm not going to lie to you. It's very awkward. I lost count of the time when, you know, the times people would say to me, because I was doing this, I would stop and I would just listen. And the other person would say, are you still there? Like if we were on the phone, they would say, are, are you still there? Yep. I'm just listening. I'm listening to what you're saying. Or we would finish the conversation. They would say whatever they would, you know, were going to say. And they're sitting in front of me. And I 
There was no reason for me to respond. There was nothing really that I could share that would bring value. And they would say, oh, so like, don't you have anything to say? And I would say, no, I heard what you said and that's perfect. Great. So there doesn't always have to be an interaction. So that's that listen to listen and listen to hear. And this is a big one. Choose not to offer your opinion or advice. Okay. If somebody asks you, Hey, what do you think? Really take a few moments and before you speak, decide if what I share with this person, what I'm going to say, is it going to help them with whatever it is they're doing? Or is it just my opinion? And is it just kind of judgy if I say it? So unless you've been through whatever it is they're trying to navigate, it's really not a good idea to give advice. You may want to say to them something as simple as, wow, that's, you know, that's a, a interesting situation or, you know, sounds like you're in a tough place. You know, have you considered looking for resources that talk about X, Y, and Z? So maybe reframe it and point them towards resources that can help them through. But let others have their opinions, okay? And just choose to be. It doesn't have to be, every conversation doesn't have to be one of opinions and advice and guidance. Sometimes it's okay to just say, wow, that was interesting. Thank you for sharing that. I am so glad that you realize that I am a safe place where you can share and release some of the things going on in your, your life and the thoughts that you're having in your head. And I'm just going to listen. So that being said, let me just kind of give you a quick reiteration of the next 30 days. Go learn things. Do your self-care. Become very aware of your time and manage it. And then focus on self-discipline. These are your assignments for the next 30 days. Every single day, should you choose to accept them, this is your mission. And at the end of each day, just jot down how you're feeling. Private journal, you know, you can do it on your phone. I like to do things old school, so I write things down in a notebook. And just make sure and just pay attention. How are you feeling? Ask yourself at the end of each night, how do I feel? Is it making you uncomfortable? Are you feeling anxious? Are you starting to feel more relaxed? Are you surprised? Are you realizing things weren't going the way you thought they were going and that yes, you do have more power and control than you realized and you can make shifts so that way your life shifts in the different direction and into a better direction and the way you want it to go. And are you accomplishing more? Are you realizing that you know, at the end of the day, you are really capable of doing so much more when you're focused and you're prioritizing you and your agenda. So jot this down. Definitely share with me. I'd love to hear some of your takeaways. 
And if there's a topic, this is kind of a little aside, guys. I've had several people reach out, ask me different questions. If there's a topic or a question that you'd like me to address, pop into my DMs, share it with me. If it's something that I have knowledge or expertise or experience with, I will by all means share on it. Um, if it's something I don't, I can point you towards a resource because that's just kind of how I roll. I will only speak about that which I know or have experienced. So I hope this helped. I hope you take me up on, your, on the 30-day challenge and I look forward to hearing some of your takeaways and just life is fun, guys. I really hope that you are enjoying your life because you definitely deserve it. So I will be back next week with some more. And until then, make today as magical as you are. Hey, thanks for listening. If you love what you heard and feel inspired, be sure to leave a five-star review. Connect with me on social media, screenshot this episode, and tag me on Instagram. And be sure to share this podcast with a friend as everyone deserves to live in happiness, joy, peace, and abundance daily. Until next time, may your day be full of magical moments.